Let me just run this by my lawyer is a really helpful phrase to have in your back pocket. Legal Shield has been giving legal peace of mind for over 50 years. They connect you to a vetted law firm in your state for an affordable monthly fee. Want an experienced set of eyes on a contract's fine print? Or you finally want to get that will done? Legal Shield has a dedicated group of lawyers who have your back, no matter what the future brings. Sign up today at LegalShield.com forward slash iHeart. PPLSI does not provide legal representation or advice. See a plan for complete terms. It's time for today's Lucky Land Horoscope with Victoria Cash. Life's gotten mundane, so shake up the daily routine and be adventurous with a trip to Lucky Land. You know what they say, your chance to win starts with a spin. So go to LuckyLandSlots.com to play over 100 social casino-style games for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Get lucky today at LuckyLandSlots.com. Available to players in the U.S., excluding Washington and Michigan. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. Live Nation presents Concert Week. Now through May 14th, get $25 tickets to over 5,000 shows. That's up to 75% off a summer full of your favorite artists like 21 Savage, Alanis Morissette, Cage the Elephant, Celeste Barber, Dirk Bentley, Fade, Hootie and the Blowfish, Janet Jackson, Kids Bob Kids, Megan Trainor, Bissell Puma, Sarah McLaughlin. Get tickets to more than 5,000 summer shows for just $25. Until now through May 14th. Visit LiveNation.com slash Concert to learn more and plan your summer with Sean Paul, Sum 41, 30 Seconds from Mars, oh, and Two Door Cinema Club. Hey, Ken, did you know that gold is the only currency that's held its value since the dawn of money? Well, I did. Thanks to our friends at Legacy Precious Metals, the most trusted name in gold investing. Investing in gold protects you against inflation and gives you a hedge against stock market volatility. Don't leave your retirement to chance. Call Legacy Precious Metals today at 866-691-2173. Or download your free investor's guide now at buylegacygold.com. That's buylegacygold.com. When it comes to a thriving career, everyone could use a little support, especially when it comes to transitions. At LHH, we're committed to personalized support, insights, and resources that lead to more job opportunities. No matter what role a professional has in your organization, our services offer an experience that fits each individual. And for organizations, LHH provides consultative support and guidance through the entire outplacement or career transition process. It's outplacement reimagined. Visit LHHtalent.com today johnny ken show john cobell and ken shampoo it's kfi am 640 live everywhere on the iHeartRadio app well staring me in the face today and all over the el segundo times website is a story about crime and george gascon blame gascon crime data say it's not that easy crime data say this this is what one day after uh the sex act they committed on behalf of uh uh chase uh chesa bodine well, San that's Francisco. right. They did do a st- yeah, glossy they did, story on that. They did a big knob our, uh, slobber on him, and now uh, they're... Our tongue bath desk. Yes, now they're uh, running uh, interference for George Gascon. It is such a propaganda outlet. It is unbelievable. And this, who who did this today? Uh, this is this? A James, James Queeley. James Queeley. Queeley. The, 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 these guys are like hired stenographers for the people that they cover. It's as if Gascon had its publicity department send out uh, a long press release as how to say crime's really not my fault. That the key here is that we're going to be talking to former LA County DA Steve Cooley in an hour and we'll be at the Gascon recall desk. It is recalldagegeorgegascon.com and they made a big announcement the other day that they really got an uptick in signatures in just a couple of weeks. But it, you know, I read the the article very carefully. 
And it's not, you're right, it is, it is mostly a knob slobber. Uh, they tried to be a bit balanced, but the problem they have is they're worried because if he does get recalled, they like his agenda and they think it's the way to really change things and it's completely the, the, wrong. Well, and, and the argument I give everybody, and it's very simple, all these years they trotted out there and talked about the low crime rates. It's exactly because of what they're now fighting, which is that we did toughen up the sentencing. That's, that's really what it was. That's one of the big reasons Make it, that we had the low crime rates they bragged about for years. Because you have to... The, uh, you know, Tony Villar would walk out there and uh, the stupid police chief, whoever he was at the time, Bratton, I think, and they would all just crow about it. They don't do that anymore because we're not in that situation. It, it's, and, and it's the a El direct Times would never... Yeah. A direct yes, line, if, if, if the prisoners are in prison, they can't commit the crime. If the prisoners are outside, they will commit crimes. You you don't need all these criminology departments at all these universities to waste their time on on their complicated essays and analyses and theories. It's all nonsense. It's a nonsense. Uh, it's a nonsense industry when it comes to academics. Either you either put the bad guy away or you don't. If he's out, he's committing crimes. If he's in the prison, he's not committing crimes. Nothing else you need to know. Eight year old can figure it out. All right, we'll get into all of this next hour. Uh, today, the big story concerning Russia and Ukraine, well, there's a few, is that uh, Russia says Ukraine mounted a helicopter attack on a fuel depot inside Russian territory. We had mentioned this yesterday that the reports said it looks like every now and then the, U the Ukrainians fire off some missiles into Russia, which I think is fantastic. But uh, CNN found an analyst who said, oh, this is not good. This is not good because it's going to make it harder to achieve peace if they're now attacking anything inside Russia. Ukraine doesn't want peace. They want the Russians out of their territory. They do. And this now they want to. I, I, I think they should be scaring them enough. And it was a good idea to hit the fuel storage facilities. Yeah. Uh, Ukraine is not confirming or denying the attack. There were some reports that it's a false flag by Russia to make it look like, see what they're doing to us? See what they're doing to us? Right. This is why we have to fight them. Which they're, they're capable of doing. They do stuff like that. They where blow up their own. They blow up their storage. own stuff, or it's just propaganda where they run video of something being blown up and claim it's the oil depot. Oh, and by the way, they put in a great word in their press release. The Russians did. They launched a missile attack on a civilian oil storage facility. You like mm -hmm. that civilian? Mm -hmm. And now they're attacking our civilians. Yeah, see I, what they're doing. Well, Ukraine is definitely on the move, and they're pushing the Russians backwards out of uh, the Kiev uh, area. And uh, the, the Russians are on their heels in that region. They, they are. Still the have... southern part, though, and like Mariupol. Right. They, they still... They're still in Donsk. But here's, here's the thing. And Odessa's a big I, fight going on. I heard on. Zelensky getting, getting interviewed today. And I, I think he's onto something here. Biden, that old fool, or the, the, the puppet masters who control Biden, they made a big deal about we're giving Zelensky all this money and all this military weaponry, right? Except a lot of it hasn't arrived. And Zelensky was saying in the interview, well, where is it? And he thinks he was accusing Biden and NATO of slow walking. Oh, that's another great, <laughs> Isn't that another piece great of jargon. Yeah. yeah. It's not walking back. It's not, but, but actually delaying the shipments of the weapons because they would rather... Ukraine negotiate a settlement and give a piece of Ukraine over to Russia. 
But if that Ukraine outright defeats Russia and chases them completely out of the country, then Russia is going to be very, well, Putin is going to be very angry and pissed, and there could be all kinds of consequences. You know, maybe, Nukes. Yeah, well, maybe that's when Putin unleashes a nuke. And they want Putin to walk away with some uh, some measure of victory. and Because I, I, I said this on day one, Biden and the U.S. government doesn't really care about the Ukrainians. It doesn't matter to them how many die. If it mattered to them, we would have been in there and stopped this a long time ago. And so they're willing to, the Biden's crowd is willing to give up a piece of Ukraine to Russia because they think that'll be a more stable piece. Oh, Ukraine where, will not go for that. No. They're never going to go Ukraine's for Ukraine's not going to give them anything. So, And I say they're right not to do that. No, they shouldn't. Uh, they, they already it, got stinking Crimea back like in 08. It's like if somebody breaks into your house, it's like, all right, we'll give them the extra bedroom. Like, no, we're not giving the guy the extra bedroom. He's wrong. This was our house. Yes. That's Zelensky's country. The Ukrainians certainly don't want that. Right. I mean, over over 90% of, uh, uh, of Ukraine supports what, what the president is doing here. And he's saying, well, all right, you said you were going to give me this stuff. You you made a big deal about it. Give me the stuff. Where is it? It's uh, lost on the UPS truck. But we, but we talk about this. We can't ignore the fact that in the eastern part of that country, they have been fighting Russian separatists. The Ukrainians have. There is an element inside the country that likes to have uh, Russia take over. I, I, I guess if you say 90% support what Ukraine's doing, it's maybe the 10%, but... There is that element. Yeah, there's Russian speakers. So even if they fight the Russians off, they're still going to be probably fighting with these people. It's been going on for years. It doesn't get covered much. No. But there's been quite well, a bit of uh, battles between the Ukrainian troops and uh, the Russian separatists in that eastern part of uh, Ukraine. Yeah. Uh, Putin basically hired uh, mercenaries, local mercenaries, to oh, create yeah. these these militias to fight the Ukrainian government soldiers. Right. And they have been firing at each other on a low level for quite some time. But it's still Ukrainian land. You know, right. just, you know it's, it's like the South uh, tried to secede, and look what happened. You don't get to secede. Now, in another part of the country, apparently the Russian troops have finally left the former nuclear power plant at Chernobyl. According to Ukraine's nuclear company, staff at the plant says there are currently no outsiders at the site. So we're not sure because, again... That is not an active nuclear reactor there. We all know about what happened in 1986 at Chernobyl. So, but, but they still do have uh, nuclear. Uh, I mean, it, the, the nuclear part of that reactor still exists. It's just not operating to provide power. Right. But they're saying that it's probably not that dangerous. Well, even when the Russians took it over. The story uh, from Yahoo News is several hundred Russian soldiers had to hastily withdraw from the Chernobyl plant after suffering acute radiation sickness from contaminated soil. They dug trenches in the Red Forest. The Red Forest is called that because after the Chernobyl explosion, all the trees turned red. Oh. And according to the story... All these troops are treated are being treated now in a special medical facility in Belarus. Uh, these are pine trees that went red. The area is considered so highly toxic that not even specialized workers are allowed to enter the zone. And the Russian soldiers didn't know this. 
They didn't know anything about the 86 disaster. I'm probably no. too young. Well, and, and they're not taught this in school. You'd be teaching. No, because that's uh, an embarrassment. The, right. the great Soviet failure. So uh, they got significant doses of radiation, and they panicked. Seven buses with radiated troops arrived in Belarus early Thursday, and journalists have said that there are ghost buses of dead soldiers being transported from Belarus to Russia. No. Perhaps over-radiated soldiers. The soldiers also drove their armored vehicles, and this is from Business Insider. They drove their armored vehicles through the most contaminated area of Chernobyl's zone with no protection, and that kicked up clouds of radioactive dust Oh, that could have uh, damaged the troops. What does uh, that look like, I wonder? Uh, uh, I don't know. And you can't be uh, inhaling that, huh? No. But this this is how sick and psycho Putin is and, and these military leaders. They send these guys into a horrifically contaminated radiation zone to, uh, to to drive through, kick up the dust, and then to dig trenches. I don't know what they were digging trenches about. Yeah, but, make uh, sense. you know, so now they have all, you know, severe radiation poisoning, and they're probably, some of them are going to die a really, really disgusting, awful death. And these uh, kids are what, 18, 19 years old? They're just out of high school. Yeah. Oh, wow. The New York Times just posted this story. Shaken at first, many Russians now rally behind Putin's invasion. Polls and interviews show many Russians now accept the Kremlin's assertion that their country's under siege from the West. Oh, that's that big speech he made the other day yep. about how they're trying to uh, cancel the Russian culture. Yes. Oh, it works. Like it's, yeah, he's he's pretty good at the propaganda. It looks yep. like it's catching on among the people. And the, they and, don't really see anything from the outside world. And the 2020 election was stolen. Same, uh, same <laughs> mechanism. We got more coming up. John and Ken, KFI. Show John Cobell, Ken Shampo, KFI AM 640, live everywhere on the iHeartRadio app. There's actually kind of a fascinating article I just mentioned. The New York Times has put a story out. Shaken at first, many Russians now rally behind Putin's invasion. But when you read the whole thing, it's a story that's a mile wide and an inch deep. In other words, people more and more when they're being interviewed and polled are showing support. In fact, his approval rating has hit 83%, but some of that could be because people fear they'll be dragged away. <laughs> well, yeah. Are you going to tell a pollster <laughs> the truth? You don't know who the pollster is. Well, he, somebody, he's Putin's pollster. Putin, Putin down the office from Putin, right? He shut uh, He shut down all the independent media, so you have a, a, a the Putin media calls you up or shows up at your door and say, hey, what do you think of the president? Oh, I love the president. I love Putin. But apparently the Z thing is not catching on, that the Z is supposed to indicate your patriotic support for Russia's efforts in Ukraine. People are not putting it in their windows or on their cars. It's only showing up in like public transportation sites. And a, a full third said, at least in the poll, they're not following this war at all. They're not interested in the news. <laughs> it's like, there's like an apathy in this, though. It's like, well, if you ask me, I support it. But do I really care? No. I think it's impossible. Absolutely impossible to to gauge the support. You remember when he had that stadium uh, rally uh, a couple of weeks ago? Yes, and we were joking that uh, you know those people were might have been forced in there, there right. at gunpoint. There was there was an article about that one of the one of the major papers, and people said that they were just told you have to go. 
<laughs> like, you know, the whole workplace was cleared out. Like you must go now. And right. so people were herded off and they were told to cheer and go crazy. And then they were allowed to go home. And that, some people had no idea what the whole thing was about. So, you know, that, that it, it's amazing that they ca- they ca- they're able to control 145 million people. But then again, uh, China's 10 times that and everybody's under ex- ex- severe control there too. Yeah. The other element in this story is that uh, the dissent, you remember the marches and the protests? Yeah. They're pretty much gone. Oh yeah, because that, yeah, because people, the, the, people the Russians of... spent the last month or two fanning out and quelling the public opposition anyway to the war. You in make fact, s- one guy who was interviewed said, uh, "Yeah, I was against the war before, but now we just have to rally and we have to stand well, together." If you live in a neighborhood, right, where there was one of these protests, and then a few guys in the neighborhood disappeared, and then one morning you wake up and one of the guys is all bloodied and dead in the middle of the road. Who's going to show up for the second protest? Yeah, well, nobody. I don't know if it's as horrible as that. The story says that people have been they've been putting signs like "traitor" on their door and "Z's" on their door, and no. maybe they just don't want to deal with the harassment no, anymore. Some so of, they're staying no, quiet. They, they arrested thousands of people. Right. I didn't hear anything about bodies in the street, though. You're like making public executions, bodies in the street. Well, they well, remember what the, the you had your own elements. Remember what the Chinese did though in Tiananmen Square years ago. Oh, they, yeah. they crushed bodies under a steamroller. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, that's what you do. You only have to do it once. Right. I don't think Russia's done that, but I think they have other ways of intimidating you that don't include a public execution. I think that's what they've been doing, quietly leaning on people enough already. And I think it works because, you know, unless you leave that country, you're stuck there. Now we turn to Biden. It's another walk back. What? How many of these do we have this week? Joe Biden talked about releasing many millions of barrels of oil from the oil reserves. And as part of that speech, he told Americans that, I tell you what, you can expect savings of $500 a month by transitioning to renewable energy in your home. And everyone looked around that knows anything about the topic and said, what? Do you know what the average electricity bill is for an American household? It's about $110. How are you going to save 500 a month when you only spend 110 with your regular power bill? So they had to, because I guess a few reporters questioned this statistic from Biden. They had to walk it back. He's talking about $500 a year. Even some are skeptical about that number. No, that, he, he just made that up. He well, does, I think he, he misread the teleprompter. No, he doesn't, he doesn't know what he's talking about. It's like, he's like Bruce Willis. No, but he's given what to say. Yeah, but he the, pre- the sentence he read is: If your home is powered by safer, cleaner, cheaper, cleaner electricity like solar or heat pumps, you can save about five hundred dollars a month on average. That was probably up there on the teleprompter, and one of his aides screwed up. That's what I think happened. Or he just, read it. He just reads stuff. Or he can't. Or he doesn't read. He it wouldn't well. stop and go. Wait a minute, that might be a mistake there. I don't think. Or he doesn't read it well. Well, maybe it did say five hundred a year because yeah, yeah. he's because he's all confused. I mean, he is always squinting. Yeah, yeah. He's yeah. got he's he's got a damaged brain, and it doesn't work. And uh, uh, they, I have never remember a time where uh, presidential staff had to fix so many blunders in one week. It, it's because like the third it, or fourth walk back in the last week. Because somebody who's uh, smart and conscious and uh, is 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 just just any of us, right? I mean, just just about any person who holds a job 
is right. sharper and more focused. He talks like a guy in in the home. He just does. Yeah, he's in a fog. So, I mean, have you do, do you do you see anybody else in public life talk like him, except people like you know uh, Diane Feinstein, Nancy Pelosi, the two of them also blunder around because they've got they've got brain damage. The only exception to this is Kamala Harris. I think she was born stupid. But who knows? Maybe she's got some kind of a defect that's uh, just hit her young. All right. Uh, when we come back, we're going to the border. A couple of stories in the news, including the end of what they call Title 42. Title 42 prevented 1.7 million people from getting into this country. It's a public health order. It's going to go away. So as John said earlier in the show, what, what they, all 1.7 million are coming in one week? They're coming in one day or... Is a march coming? Yeah. All right. This was We're another uh, great Trump move that's being reversed. John and Ken Show, KFI. John and Ken Show, John Cobelt and Ken Shampo. It's KFI AM640 Live everywhere on the iHeartRadio app. Yeah, remember the good old days where it was reported and bragged about all the time by city and county leaders that the crime rates are historic lows. Not so anymore, but during those days, we had DAs like Steve Cooley and Jackie Lacey. Steve will come on at 4.05 because the El Segundo Times has ran another special to try to help George Gascon keep his job as L.A. County D.A. Yes. It's How a, much is he to blame for rising crime? It's knob slobber week at the L.A. Times for district attorneys under, under siege. Right. Jessa Bodine in San Francisco got the uh, uh, tongue bath treatment uh, earlier this week, and now Gascon is his turn now, to get the so big we'll, lick. We'll get... Mm. It sounds like a new TV show, The, the Big Lick. The Big Slurp. Uh, Steve will be on it and will be at the Gascon Recall Desk at 4.05. Who remembers last September when one of the big stories covered by all the media around the country was going on at our southern border in Texas, where we had thousands of Haitians under a bridge? We all remember that story. It, it was a blip, yeah. but it was covered intensely for a couple of days. There were aerial shots of the encampment under the bridge. These were Haitians waiting to get into the United States. And uh, this was uh, the Mexican-Texas border. So in covering the story, the media then began to focus on video and photographs of what they claimed were Border Patrol agents whipping the migrants. And oh, my God, this got its way all the way to the Biden White House, the spokes hole. Jen Psaki uh, expressed concern about this. We're looking into this. Eventually, what was announced was an investigation will be made of the Border Patrol agents and their behavior. Were they indeed whipping migrants? Then we actually found out from people who were there, reporters too, that really what was going on at the ground is that the they were using the long reins they had because they were on horseback to steer their horses and to encircle the migrants to persuade them to go back to Mexico. They were not actually whipping anybody. Which is the job. And yeah, they never touched anyone. It was a photograph. And because of the angle of the photograph, it looked as if migrants were getting whipped. 
But and by the way, they were happen. horse reins. So I think horse some reins. Americans thought they're actually carrying whips. Yeah, right. That's one of their weapons. Yeah. Because nobody no, they were horse reins. Nobody stopped and thought for a second. You really think under the Biden administration, no less, that Border Patrol agents were given whips to yes. keep illegal aliens in line. You actually think that's part of their uh, equipment package. You, you can like, say this out loud and think it's through, that, that Joe Biden and all those progressive fools would equip every one of the uh, Border Patrol agents with a whip so you could, you could uh, beat the crap out of the illegals. I mean, so, it, was, it was such hysteria, and it shows you how childish uh, the, the, these progressive media people are, these woke people. They're hysterical little children. So the update on the story is the National Border Patrol Council president, that's the union, Brandon Judd, he's been on our show several times before, says that uh, he's found out that they've been cleared of criminal conduct. Because they never touched because, anybody. I, I know. The only thing that could happen now, he says, that is still under investigation, is they could be in violation of some procedural yeah. Or some sort of administrative rules and laws that they have uh, within the Border Patrol, and that could subject them to either suspension or termination, but they're not going to be charged criminally. Look, they, they didn't touch the anybody. The outrage among the media was like, oh my God, these guys deserve to be in jail for what they're doing no. to the poor migrants. It was a lie, and they knew it was a lie. The, the, the media does this on purpose because it's perpetuated by dishonest, woke journalists. That said, uh, that uh, this is just exactly what they do in Russia and in China. And by the way, uh, at the time, uh, the, uh, the Homeland Security Secretary, Alberta Mayorkas, he said the whipping investigation would be done in days. <laughs> it's yeah. September. It's six months later. So <laughs> They're not even another... confirming this. The Border Patrol Agency is saying, or the agents. No, they want it because they it. want it still hanging out there. They want people to believe that, hey, maybe they, they really were whipping illegal aliens. And the that, reason they know this, apparently, the Department of Homeland Security has an inspector general. They didn't even conduct investigation. They just handed it over to something called the Office of Professional Responsibility, which tells you it's just being sloughed off to an administrator. Because it was, it was part of the whole defund the police movement. Everyone yeah, you're law, right. It came at the same every, time. That was still a hot that's topic. That's right. Everyone in law enforcement is bad. They're all violent killers. They're all cruel sadists. They like to torture people and beat people. That's what the whole Biden administration bought into until they found out it was absolutely the worst issue to run on. Now, if you were listening to our show a couple of days ago, we talked to Todd Benzman, the Center for Immigration Studies, and he told us that uh, get ready. Besides the fact that the Biden administration is going to end Title 42, that is the way that they've been able to hold back because it was implemented by the Trump administration, about 1.7 million migrants from coming into the country because Title 42 deals with a public health order. And that was the pandemic and the whole COVID thing. But Todd told us there's a city in southern Mexico called Tapachula, which is about to release a whole bunch of migrants that... Uh, and John, this is the second time in this show we can use the expression. They have been slow walking them. <laughs> yeah. Basically, they've been telling them, you don't have the proper paperwork yet to be in our country to make your way to America. You have to wait here. But the word from Todd is they were going to open the dam and let a lot of those people go. And the update today is 500 migrants from Central America, Venezuela and elsewhere fought with Mexican police and they're making their way to the United States well, in a march. They have been bottled up 
for so long. They started rioting, so the Mexican government said, we don't want to deal with this anymore. And uh, they're, they're just going to let them uh, let them fly. And apparently they've begun to yeah. let them fly because yeah. it looks like 500 so, of them gathered together and the media covered them and they're coming this way. It's not being called so much a caravan because caravan are usually thousands of people, but it's a march with about 500 of them. Well, where'd the 1.7 million go, though? Uh, well, oh, well, that that's the total number that were turned away due to Article 42. Some mm-hmm. of them went back to their home countries and aren't trying again. They all, they're all they not all waiting in Tapachula. There's kind of two different issues. What's going on in Tapachula is the, the Mexican government encountered the migrants coming in. This is the southern part of Mexico coming into their country from Central America and said, and this, so I think Trump also achieved this, said, uh, stop. You can't just march through our country. You're going to have to complete some paperwork and some requirements. You need to wait here. Title 42, John, is used at our border to turn people away. This is Mexico at its border in the South. And they use this approach to slow walk their uh, necessary paperwork to be in Mexico. And what Todd was telling us is they've decided to, eh, well, they, what's, stop what, doing that and well, let a lot of them just The thing is, we're going to get millions more people because they're dropping all the barriers. Yes. Both countries and, and, are dropping the barriers. And Todd said the, the Title 42 thing will be bigger than this. Yeah. This is going to release some thousands, but the Title 42 thing like you just mentioned, 1.7 million people were turned away under the policy. Well, so we're, we're, that crowd may say, oh, the policy's gone. Wherever they are, they're going to come back. Yeah. What do you think the news coverage is right now in these countries about what's going on with this? The, the, the door is reopened. That's a, right. <laughs> it's, it's wide open. Just go. But everything you remembered, especially during the Trump years, is, is gone. I mean, this started when Biden took over last year. A lot of people came because they thought yeah. Biden was open door, but they did get slowed down. A this bit this is Title another 42. like horrendous policy that most of the country hates. I, it, it is fascinating to see how many, not only bad policies because they make life more difficult here, but they they poll terribly and, and they're issues that people vote on. Yeah. And I've just never seen a party not adjust and uh you know start start to move to the center and start to bring up other issues or moderate their policies or change their policies or at least stop talking about their st- i mean they're they're unbelievable this is somebody wrote the other day in the national review it's as if they built a suicide machine and it's really what it is it's like a political suicide machine and they're sticking to it no matter what all right we got more coming up john and ken John and Ken Show, John Cobell and Ken Shampoo. It's KFI AM640 live everywhere on the iHeartRadio app. All right, we'll be at the uh, George Gascon recall desk to the L.A. County D.A. we got good news this week. They really had a jump in signatures collected. We're going to, our guest will be once again the former L.A. County District Attorney Steve Cooley. We're going to get his reaction to this big feature story in the El Segundo Times today that can the rising crime rates be blamed on George Gascon? And they really break it down to felony misdemeanor and go through the numbers. They twist themselves into pretzels to try to downplay. And they're trying to make it sound like, well, he's on top of the serious crime, the felonies. But uh, it is true. With misdemeanors, he's allowed to just dismiss most of these people. Except the, the shootings and the murders are way up. And then they point out that's happening in Sacramento too. I don't get this. This is all the Times does. They either point to another city or another year. 
Oh, it was worse in uh, 1992. Well, it's a higher rate in Sacramento. That doesn't matter. Well, even I, Gascon did. He was interviewed, and he well, said, "Well, of course, know, that." But that, that in those, places where the prosecutors are still doing what used to be done here, we're not seeing a drop. Those are talking point distractions to get you off the subject. All I care about is 2022 in LA County. I don't care about other cities, and well, I don't. I don't care. I don't care about other years. The thing I want to focus on, particularly when it comes to the misdemeanors, I think that's a big deal because he is letting them go. And you see what's really taken off here is a lot of this shoplifting and a lot of this uh, people stealing stuff. Yeah. No, they know that they're going to face the DA is like, eh, that, it's not that's, serious. That's what, or, that's what ordinary people are worried about in their lives. All right. You know, my wife's concerned about her car being stolen or somebody trying to, uh, you know, gr- grab a watch off her wrist. Right. We're worried about we come out of a restaurant and somebody's following us or someone's going to follow us home, right? Or somebody's going to break into the house. That's what most people are worried about right now. Nobody's worried about being murdered because most of the murders take place in the gang neighborhoods and it's mostly gang guys shooting at each other. So it's that murder that people are scared about, although these random murders like like Jacqueline Avant or uh, uh, Brianna Kupfer, yeah. who got stabbed at the furniture store, those shock people. And you know, only need a couple of those on the West Side, and people are in revolt, and they are now. Right. But what they're really worried about is everybody is, 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 is afraid that if they go to a jewelry store or they come out for dinner or they have a nice car, that they're going to get jumped. And that's a pervasive fear that a lot of people have. Yeah. And, and shame on Gascon for, uh, for not prosecuting many of those misdemeanors because they aren't minor crimes. They're huge crimes if it happens to you. No, and it goes back to the broken window theory, although I don't consider somebody shoplifting to just be a simple uh, just breaking a window. But if you don't deal with the misdemeanors, it leads to worse things because people realize that there's a sense of disorder. The criminals realize. I mean, when you hear our Gascon desk play next hour, pay careful attention because it's really quick in there. But we did include audio of a man who's in prison for murder who does a toast to Gascon. Criminals are aware of changes in policy. It's important news to them. And when you have a DA that decides that these crimes do not rise to the level of even pressing charges or doing anything about it, and you'll see in the story, they actually did talk about this, that there are some DAs who, who push misdemeanors because they want something to happen. Even if it just forces you into some drug rehab program, they want something to happen to put you on a different road. Well, you don't press charges and you, you, you push it all the way down to misdemeanor. It's just a wave of the your, hand saying, oh, yeah. Your job is to have re- a good day. Your job is to reduce as much crime as possible, period. You do whatever it takes. You, you don't tolerate anything. Because every crime has a victim and every victim loses something. They, they lose their property. Uh, they, they lose their, their life, their health, uh, their, their mental stability because they're, now they're scared. They're afraid of what's going on. Every crime has a victim, and that's why you, you, you go after everything. You prosecute everything. All right, Steve Cooley is coming on next to talk about this headline story in the El Segundo Times. Is it fair to blame George Gascon alone for L.A.'s violent crime surge? Here is what the data show. John and Ken show Deborah Mark has the news. KFI AM 640. Hey, Ken, did you know that gold is the only currency that's held its value since the dawn of money? Well, I did. Thanks to our friends at Legacy Precious Metals, 
the most trusted name in gold investing. Investing in gold protects you against inflation and gives you a hedge against stock market volatility. Don't leave your retirement to chance. Call Legacy Precious Metals today at 866-691-2173. Or download your free investor's guide now at buylegacygold.com. That's buylegacygold.com. When it comes to a thriving career, everyone could use a little support, especially when it comes to transitions. At LHH, we help every step of the way. We're committed to personalized support, insights, and resources that lead to more job opportunities than ever before. No matter what role a professional has in your organization, our services offer an experience that fits each person individually. And for organizations, LHH provides consultant support and guidance through the entire outplacement or career transition process, understanding the sensitivity and impact on your team. The world is full of new possibilities, and we help both organizations and individuals realize the possibility of what's next. It's outplacement reimagined. Visit LHHtalent.com. That's LHHtalent.com to get in touch with an outplacement consultant today because everyone and every organization could use a little support, especially when it comes to transitions. LHH, helping you every step of the way. Visit LHHtalent.com. Let me run this by my lawyer is a really helpful phrase to have in your back pocket. Legal Shield has been giving legal peace of mind for over 50 years. They connect you to a vetted law firm in your state for an affordable monthly fee. Want an experienced set of eyes on a contract's fine print? Or you finally want to get that will done? Legal Shield has a dedicated group of lawyers who have your back, no matter what the future brings. Sign up today at LegalShield.com forward slash iHeart. PPLSI does not provide legal representation or advice. See a plan for complete terms. It's time for today's Lucky Land Horoscope with Victoria Cash. Life's gotten mundane, so shake up the daily routine and be adventurous with a trip to Lucky Land. You know what they say, your chance to win starts with a spin. So go to LuckyLandSlots.com to play over 100 social casino-style games for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Get lucky today at LuckyLandSlots.com. Available to players in the U.S., excluding Washington and Michigan. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. Live Nation presents Concert Week. Now through May 14th, get $25 tickets to over 5,000 shows. That's up to 75% off a summer full of your favorite artists like 21 Savage, Alanis Morissette, Cage the Elephant, Celeste Barber, Dirk Bentley, Fade, Hootie and the Blowfish, Janet Jackson, Kids Bop Kids, Megan Trainor, Bissell Pluma, Sarah McLaughlin. Get tickets to more than 5,000 summer shows for just $25. Until now through May 14th. Visit LiveNation.com slash Concert to learn more and plan your summer with Sean Paul, Sum 41, 30 Seconds from Mars, oh, and Two Door Cinema Club.